going to my makeup artist and going, I'm so unhappy. I'm so unhappy. And we'd have to sit through stupid meetings about how we would have to dress sexy. And I remember looking at someone, I was like, no, I cater to children. I am not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts because we had a two hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. Not everyone is going to be Mandy. Mandy is absolutely phenomenal and she is an amazing person, but not everyone is Mandy Rose. And I'm not going to lie. I chose this because I chose this because of that booty butt cheek shorts. <laughs> I chose it because of that booty butt cheek shorts line. I ain't gonna hold it. It was between this clip and um, the, the Atlanta clip with um, Paperboy doing that commercial. Reinvest in your hood. We all from some... <laughs> we all from some... I can't even say it with straight face. I can't even say it with a straight face. We all from some hood, man. Some... <laughs> <laughs> we invest <laughs> yo I've been re-watching that clip since that episode came out like I know the trendy joint just passed last week and I enjoyed watching that too eh -eh, eh -eh. <laughs> you know me hot Yeah, it was it was between the Athena clip with Chris Van Fleet or the paperwood joint with Atlanta. Reinvest in your we all from some hood, man. <laughs> Reinvest in your hood. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm starting late. Um episode 60 of the Riley Randoms podcast. I go by the name of Riley Ritz. Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Shout out Butchwitch. Shout out Canarsie. Canarsie. Shout out Best Eye. I rap. I used to do OnlyFans reviews. And as of today, I podcast. Shout out to my old listeners. Shout out to my new ones. I'm going to take a sip of this icy ass water. And we're going to start some shit. <clears throat> mm. We in May, so that means from here on forth, we should be getting consistent. Damn, I'm saying we should. We are going to get consistently warm weather. Um, and after this recording, I'm pre-ordering my tickets for Doctor Strange 2. Yep. And I'm going to see it in the city this time. I'm not making the mistake that I made with Batman. I saw the Batman in, in the movie theater in Newark. Shit was a dub, like never again. After that, I'm like, any big, anything I want, anything worth going to the movies for, I'm not seeing it in the hood, okay? The only time I would see any movie theaters in the hood was that movie theater that they had in Ridgewood in Brooklyn. That was the one I used to go to. But they shut that, but since then, they shut that down and turned it into a blank gym. Nah, nah. I'ma just either go to 34, 42nd, 
or maybe Jersey Gardens. That's it. Other than that, nah. But um, that clip I played earlier, it was the Chris Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Chris Van Vliet. Yo, try saying that shit five times. Chris Van Vliet. Chris Van v Yeah, see, nah. Can't do it. Chris Van Vliet. Chris Van Vliet. Alright. He did a recent interview with um Athena. Forgot her last name. That's wild. Athena Palmer. Her former name, she her former name was Amber Moon at WWE. And she gave a there was this um interview clip of basically just saying basically her stating her breaking points, what led to her saying, Yeah, I I, I know I'm not long for here for WWE at that time. And basically, she just stated how, you know, they took away her partner, Shotzi. I mean, and I'm talking to those who's familiar with wrestling. If you're not familiar with wrestling, just fast forward. Like, I got some other shit ahead anyway. But um, they took away her partner, Shotzi. And I don't know, did they have her on the losing streak? I know they put her back on NXT because she was on Raw. And then they put her back on NST. They took away Shotzi. And they was good. they told her to go back to like to go back to her old character and shit. And they had to go back to her old character only for only for them to tell her, like, yo, we take you off TV. We take you off TV and basically put her on the backstage role. Like have her be a coach or some shit. Basically, like, be up there with Matt Bloom, a.k.a. Albert, <clears throat> or A-Train. Be up there with him as a trainer. And as and there's nothing wrong with doing that, but when you know you have so much life and so many years ahead of you, you're not ready to just be content with what they give you. So she was tight because it's like... <clears throat> Her thing was, I did everything you ever asked me to with no complaints. And this is the thanks I get for my service. Nah, fuck that. Yo, I'm going home. Cancel whatever plane, cancel whatever plane or hotel you had booked. You know, I'm going home until the create until the creative until creative does right by me. And even then, I have to approve it. If I don't, if it, if I don't approve it, I'm not. I'm not getting out of my I'm not getting out of bed for it. And then also how her and a couple of female wrestlers, they would have them go to meetings with I don't know, creative and managers, I think. And basically said how they need to dress more sexier. They had another name for it, like fashion. So, I don't want to say fashion, so, yeah, but basically fashion suggestions, you know, and basically they just want, they, they want the women to dress more skimpy. I wonder who would, I wonder who passed that note down, allegedly, quote unquote, but yeah, and when she was talking about it, she was just 
So she was so upset at reliving it. She wasn't upset. She wasn't upset at the interview. She was upset at, you know, the company, the, the promo company that she was working for, for having to re relive that, for doing so much that's asked of you. And then not only getting done dirty, but also saying you got to go back to dressing like the fucking attitude era or the ruthless aggression era. And it's like, wow. Like, she's really there for, for the love of it. Mind you, she's turned that, she turned down money. Like, five, six figures. She turned it down. She's like, yo, I'm not long for her. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Mentally and emotionally, she was done. And I didn't blame her. This water's hitting. But it's like, damn. So, basically, they try to have all their... Female wrestlers dressed like my fucking Trish Stratus in the early 2000s again. And I said on my Twitter how if it was truly up to Vince McMahon, they would still be having bra and panties matches on Raw and SmackDown to this day. Women's wrestling had, women's wrestling had to catch up with the times. It had to. Everyone else was. Motherfucking Impact Wrestling was... Way ahead of the curve with women's wrestling. Was it was it booked right? Not always. No. But at least you saw women wrestling. Other promotions was ahead of the curve as far as women's wrestling goes. Except WWE. They had to they had to catch up to the times. They were forced to. Otherwise, they'd have just stuck to bra and panties, pillow fights, and Vince McMahon groping up. Big titty blondes. <laughs> or the occasional brunette. But from what I can see, he has a type. I realize that. He has a type. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like somebody argued me, tried to debate me down on how, you know, they're women. That's just what they want to wear. Some, some shit to that effect. But here's my thing. It had been different if... This was something, if they were to pitch it themselves and go along with it, that's different. Like, when Nick, Nikki pitched her own gimmick to become Nikki A.S.H., that was her. So that's different. I'm like, oh, okay. She, well, she did pitch it herself. She created this character. She pitched it herself. So, okay. That's different. It'll be different if you want to wear the skimpy shit. But if you're just wearing it to... Please the higher ups and and another thing is and this is my thing on it they want the girls to wear skimpy and or revealing shit to drive up horny viewership again back to the attitude era ruthless aggression era it was having those girls wear skimpy shit so they so they can get the viewership of late teens 20s and early 30 niggas Y'all trying to get them horny viewer shits back up because nobody's really watching. Because otherwise, no, like, otherwise y'all wouldn't have to do that if that wasn't the case. Nobody's really watching, jacking y'all product like that. Not like they used to. So for you to tell these girls to wear skimpy shit, to drive up viewer shit, it's nasty. And I wouldn't be surprised if you try to have those girls wear skimpy shit to please your own little horniness. Whatever the fuck. I said that when I saw that Nikita girl. She thick. I ain't gonna hold it. She is thick. 
and they know she's thick. And she knows she's thick. So, of course, they're going to try to, you know, I believe that they had her fucking wear that little getup that she wears, that she wears whenever she has a, like, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth match with Lash Legend. They're still getting used to each other, the chemistry and shit. But you can't tell me that she isn't popular because she got curves and she thick and she thick as hell. If WWE was smart, they would have let their female wrestlers keep their OnlyFans and Twitch and whatever the fuck and bet and take their little cut off that and still let them rock. But nah, niggas got to be weird about it. <clears throat> but you're still using them to draw viewership from horny little eyes. Doing them, having that Nikita girl do the fucking split pins. That way we can see her fucking cheeks. And as a man, I'm not complaining. She thick as hell. She thick as hell. But that doesn't mean I don't peep the play. I see the play. I see the play. And it's it's kind of nasty. To me, it's kind of nasty. And, and to allegedly try to enforce that on other girls that, that or other women that don't feel comfortable with that is like, what do you have him here for then? Certainly not like to wrestle. And if you do have them wrestle, y'all give him short ass time. Like what, two, three, four, five minutes? Come on, man. Like, they're there for real, for real. Like, put them, like, book them right. Like, you may have some getting booked right, but not all of them. Like, jeez. But, um, yeah. Um, while we're on the subject of women, let me get this in real quick. A Supreme Court decision overturning Roe would seek to justify itself on the ground that hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going I'm going far back. Basically the Supreme the Supreme Court is trying to overturn the Roe versus Wade thingy thingy. I'm sounding stupid. They're trying to, basically, they're trying to, mm-hmm. they're trying to overturn rule. You, you, deadline. I'll give you one out. Yeah, my bad, y'all. That silence was rude as hell. On May 2nd, 2022, Politico was given a leaked initial draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito, suggesting that the Supreme Court is and will overturn Roe and Casey in a pending final decision on Dobbs versus Jackson. Jackson. The leak also renewed calls on the U.S. Senate to pass legislation already passed by the House of Representatives to codify the rights created by Roe before the Dobbs decision is formally published. 
and I'm let me just simplify it. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, returning the returning the question of abortion to the states, meaning like abortion would be banned completely. Simple as that. More than half of the U.S. states could ban abortion if Roe and Wade is repealed, including 13 states with so-called, with quote-unquote, trigger bans that would almost immediately outlaw abortions within their borders if the land, if the landmark case is upended. If that happens, people could be forced to travel out of their home states to reach the nearest clinic to secure procedures. In other words, 13 states are already on go for in case the Roe versus Wade joints get overturned. And it's only a matter of time before more than those 13 states will follow, which means it's not even certain states women will have to go to to get abortions. They might have to go out of the country to get them. That's how nasty it's getting. The Supreme Court is basically trying to set America back 50, 60 years. Like I'm talking, women. I'm talking. It might get that. It might get super dark. I'm talking coat hanger dark. Look that up if you don't know. <sighs> Again, sorry for that long period of silence. That was very, 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 very unprofessional of me. But I'm not editing shit. So, <laughs> like. I'm laughing at the long, I'm laughing at the unprofessionalism, but I'm not laughing at this shit. Old ass white men are still trying to tell women what they can and cannot do with their bodies. That's nut shit. I'd rather us talk about women getting BBLs again than this. It's like, ugh. And men trying to give their, uh, like men trying to give their two cents on what they think and feel about the road away. Like, this isn't your discussion to have. Set this one out. Like, the men that's saying that they want to have kids to have their legacy, this isn't the conversation. This isn't the time nor the place to have that conversation. Sit that. You should sit down too. Tupac already told it. Tupac already told us and keep your head up. We ain't making the babies, so who are we to tell women what to do with their bodies and or their babies? If anything, truth be told, the women that do have abortions be trying, not only do they protect themselves, they protect, they're protecting our ignorant asses as well. And they're protecting the kids that they're, and they're protecting the unborn that you want to bring in this world oh so badly. So they can be more fucked up than we are. So they can be in a more fucked up America than it already is now. Nah, bro. Nah. I do not want to bring... I don't know about you, but I do not want to bring my kids into a world where abortion is elite, is outlaw. Today can be abortion. Tomorrow can be something very, very, very worse. So again, it's not for us men... Unless you're saying, unless you're as outraged at the potential of abortions being outlawed, you shouldn't have a say in that. Shouldn't have a, you shouldn't say anything, really. Doesn't matter how doesn't matter how much you feel about it. 
And when I started gathering more news about this, even looking this up while talking to y'all, I ain't going to hold it. I thought about Arrested Development. Not the show, the, the, the group. They, they came out with, after their first album, Days in the Lives of whatever the fuck. I don't remember the name specifically, but their second album was called Zingalama, Zingalama Doomy. Zingalama, Zingalama Dooney. That's the name of it. Zingalama Dooney. Speech has a song on there. Speaking on abortion. And I don't remember the title exactly, but I damn sure remember what he said. Some of the things he said in that song. He was basically, the song, the premise of that song specifically was... The girl he was dating, she went and got an abortion without consulting him. He found out and he felt some type of way. But you got an abortion. Like, he said it in a disappointing tone. He felt some type of way. Like, I'm a man. I procreated this baby with you. I should have had to say in that. That was his shit. But the line, the line that stood out to me was, after I scold you, I hope I can mold you. I'm I'm not I'm not fucking with you. I'm not bullshitting you. I I kid you not. The song okay, now I, I now I now I gotta look up. The song is called Warm Sentiments. Arrested Deve- like if you look it look this up. Don't take my word for it. Arrested Development Warm Sentiments. Um and I'm reading the I could read you the lyrics right now. Yes, I could matter of fact. Let me just read y'all verse two real quick. Yes, I, yes, I could stop dwelling on the bad. Let it drop. I wish I, I wish you had let it drop. I understand it's your choice, but I had to have my voice, yo. Cause Portia, the baby's features would have had my features. We're human creatures. It wasn't on crack, nothing like that. It wasn't by rape. So why the escape? Now, sister, you broken my trust. But before I let our relationship rust, I bust another solution. But take it for real. Because if you're convicted, this time there is no appeal. Because if you're convicted, this time there is no... Around my way, there's a love for black that's so damn deep that it's cool to keep you and hold you after us. (laughs) Damn, that's so deep that it's cool to keep you and hold you after I scold you. I hope I can mold you. (laughs) Yo... (laughs) And hold you After I scold you I hope I can mold you To share your truths with me To tell you the truth You made a mistake I'll give you a break I'll hold your hand And be your man But understand It takes two to make one And also to take one Yeah I know You got an abortion I'm distressed Depressed But I'm here for you Maybe we'll get married. Maybe we'll get married, and then we'll be intimate. And from that, and from then on, we'll share and bear our warm sentiment. Ah, oh boy. You know what? If between this song and the song "Common Made with Lauren Hill," 
his first verse is basically how he felt about his girl getting abortion. But compared to speech on Arrested Development, like that comment shit is way, 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 way up there. At least he didn't talk condescended to his girl about getting abortion. Instead, he just beat himself up like, damn. Maybe if I wasn't such a knucklehead-ass nigga, my girl would have felt more safe and comfortable bringing another life into this world. So, you know what? I'm going to either try to abstain or get a condom because $315 is not worth the soul. But I get all that. I get all that. Again, at the end of the day, her body, her, her, it's her body, so it's her choice. Should a man have some type of say-so in it? I mean, if he plans on being in a child's life, absolutely. But even with that, if she, does feel, if she doesn't feel safe bringing a child to this world, she doesn't feel safe bringing a child to this world. But again, if there's a man that is willing to play an active role in a child's life, as well as both making both that child... And the the mother that's bringing the child into this world feel safe and secure and comfortable. Then yeah, he should have some type of say so. But if that's not going to be the case, if you just want to bring a child into this world to secure your legacy on this earth, nah, hell no, nah. hell hell no, nah. hell no. Nah meaning no man should have some type of say in that because you're not willing to bring a child into this world. You, you, let me rephrase that. You're trying to bring a child into this world for the sake of your ego. That's what I... When niggas say, I'm trying to leave a mark on this earth or I'm trying to leave a legacy on this earth by the way of children, that's ego. That's ego. What legacy are you leaving them to? Hereditary alcoholism? You know... They bear the brunt of your fucking negative karma. Yes, that's a thing. Whatever karma you don't, whatever karma you're not getting, who's to say it won't skip and get to your kids? Bring them in more fucked up circumstances than you were raised in. Emotional abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse, God forbid, sexual abuse. No, thank you. Sounds pretty selfish to me. Power dynamics. That's another thing. Like people bring kids into this world for the sake of power dynamics, and I hated that shit. Power dynamics meaning, you know, you wield all the power, you have all the control. Your kids, children being children, they can't feed themselves, they can't clothe themselves. They're still learning, so they have to depend on you. And instead of, and that's when. You get weird and you start treating your children like lesser thans. I I cringe whenever I see parents in the street talking to their kids like strangers. Mind you, it'd be four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds talking to, and the parents be talking to them like a nigga on the street. Talking, parents be talking to them like fucking ops. Didn't I tell you get your dumb ass over there? Why are you, why are you over here? I told you stay there, me. I will fucking knock you out. 
fucking dumbass, fucking idiot, fucking retard. And I be looking at him. I be looking at him. Now, if you approach them and you say shit, first thing, don't tell me how to raise my child. Don't tell me how to raise my child. Don't tell me how to raise my child. They get the attitude with you. Now they're going to do something to you. And it's like, ugh. I wish somebody would tell you what to do with this child because clearly you don't love them. You don't even have patience for them. So I know you don't have patience for yourself or patience in general. Ugh. But yeah. I, it's not on me. It's not on me to say anything about women's bodies. At the end of the day, they bring life into this world, so it's their say. So, for that, for the thought of Roe versus Wade possibly being overturned, I know the phrase is used that things will get worse before it get any better, but it's like, damn, it should be getting worse since... April before 2020. So it's like, damn, where's the getting better part? <laughs> but um, healing energy. Nah, that's not appropriate. I mean, support goes out to all the women out there. Hopefully this, this Roe versus Wade thing and the Planned Parenthood thing does not get overturned. And y'all retain your power of choice of what to do with your bodies. So... I mean, let not let's just not hope for the best. Let's just let's also do something about it. <laughs> but um, switching gears, um, I was on Twitter, and a couple guys took pictures at them being at a what Exotica? That's the name of the porn convention, Exotica. I missed the one that they had in Jersey, so they're still ongoing, just in different states. I don't know. There was one that just passed to Florida or some shit, and some guys took a picture of them enjoying themselves over there. You know, a couple of niggas and women, too, basically think the idea of a porn convention just existing is weird, and... People that attend to them, attend to them are weird. They don't get any girls. They're nerds. They're freaks and whatever. And it's like, oh my god. Y'all said the same shit about OnlyFans when that got popular, and y'all said the same shit to me when I started reviewing. So it's like, it's twenty twenty two. As much as y'all talk about sex online. Going to porn conventions is still fucking taboo. It's stupid. Going to porn convention is weird, but not you talking about how you'll eat Meg the Stallion's ass. That man taking a picture with Sarah J is weird, and he a bozo that don't get any ass. But I see y'all online talking about how you'll lick Jay Cargill's abs. And I'm one of them. But I'm also not the one judging niggas going to porn conventions either. Every single day, every single night from 7 in the morning to motherfucker 7 even. Or midnight. Uh, sucking dick, eating ass, eating pussy, 
I'm gonna get my brain fucked out. I'm gonna fuck somebody's brains out. And dip, 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 dip. Y'all talk about it. Y'all talk about sex all day when you have nothing else interesting to when you have nothing else interesting to talk about. Hell, for some of y'all, sex talking about sex is your only personality. But people going to porn conventions, minding their business, taking pictures with their favorite porn stars, that's weirdo activity. Get the fuck out of here. I know this. I noticed that anything involving supporting sex workers is a quote-unquote weirdo activity to y'all. So maybe it's more so y'all still don't like or respect sex workers. Which is cool, which is cool as far as the not liking them thing. You don't have to like them. They get money, they get more money when you dislike them, if anything. But you gotta respect it. Porn like sex workers been here since God knows how long. They've been they've been here before you, before me, before podcasts, before the 2000s, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s. As far as you can go back, sex workers been here. Just like gays have been here. Sex workers been there with them. <laughs> so the sooner people accept it, the better it will be. And the sooner people accept that, they can also get rid of those dumbass stigmas about supporting sex workers too. Or just and just be more honest and truthful with themselves. I pay money to go to a porn convention. You damn right. I'm taking pictures with almost any and every female porn star. Let me not say any and every. It's just certain porn stars that don't tickle my fancy like that. But if I, if I would ever saw Marie Love in her booth, I'm damn sure taking a picture with her. Carmen Hayes, taking a picture with her. I'll skip Capri Styles. <laughs> or Ariana Star. Take a picture with her. Olivia Love, Olivia Lovely makes an appearance again. Take a picture with her. I know she's far removed from the business. Send in love. Take a picture with her. Think I live my life to impress you niggas? To be in the cool crowd with you niggas? Fuck no. I see what easily impresses y'all. So I care less and less for your approval every day. <laughs> I see what tickles y'all niggas fancy. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a fuck with these sex workers. <laughs> oh man, but um, my point is, do what you feel. Enjoy yourself. You should not care what these people think. They don't even know what to think of themselves for 24 hours. They just go with they just go with what's cool. They want to be in, but they don't want to be tagged in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Go to your porn conventions. Dry hump that white girl. I don't care. Gianna Michaels, Candace Dare, Lisa Ann, she still makes an appearance on the, at those Exotica sites. Uh, yo, what happened to Tyra Banks? Not, the, not America's next top bully, Tyra Banks. Um... There was this skinny biracial girl. She took Tyra Banks' name only at the Banks name instead of B-A-N-K-S. It's B-A-N-Triple-X. 
I remember her. I remember her. She was she was active. She was active, active. I think she did scenes with D Baker, Janet Jackman. Tyra Banks hated that the, that she shared the same name as a porn star. So while Tyra Banks had her talk show, I still remember this because the shit used to come on UPN nine in the afternoon, four or five p.m. She had the porn star go up there. She was like, "Yo." I came up here because I want my fucking name back. What is your passion? What do you like to do? You you like to do hair? You like to do hair, right? All right, I'll pay for you. If you give me my name back, I'll pay for your hair school. Deal? <laughs> uh, I think she went through... I think she did. I don't know whether or not she actually went through with that hair school shit, but she went right back to doing movies and kept the name. <laughs> so I'm like, yo... I ain't gonna hold it. I respect that petty. Like, bravo to her. Bravo to her. I respect that petty. Like, just for that, I'm gonna go right back to do my old shit and double down. But, yeah. Niggas, live your life. Do not give a fuck about what these niggas think. You wanna go... You wanna go to porn conventions? Go to porn conventions. You judging niggas going to I'm judging niggas going to porn conventions, but once upon a time, y'all was a freak for them strip clubs. You, you love them strippers, remember? Two chain ass niggas. Yeah, you love them strippers. I don't, I don't forget. I don't forget back when it was cool to fuck strippers. Back when when all y'all wanted to fuck the uh, what? Cubana Lust? The Buffy the Body? Whoever was whoever was in the strip club like that, y'all wanted to fuck because you because your favorite rappers had them in the fucking video, or because your favorite rappers or your favorite athletes was throwing ones up there smacking their little booties and you wanted a piece of the action too. But now it's ill, y'all gross, you niggas nasty. The fuck out of here. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? I want the strip club strippers, but porn porn conventions is nasty. It's weird. It's, you're not supposed to get the fuck out of here. Anywho, um, I don't know which one I want to like give light to real quick. Drake, the Drake thing, or Jack Harlow? I talked about Jack Harlow before, but I just feel like there's more to add to that. So. I'm going to get to that later. Uh, yeah, so a lot has transpired within these 24 hours. And truth be told, this shit does not concern you. It does not concern me. But it's, it is entertaining as fuck. Damn, Cardi B look good. I ain't going to hold it. This is probably the first time in a long time I said it. I always like, Cardi B is an attractive woman. That's a given, but... She recently went to the Met Gala, and I ain't gonna hold it, them hips was busted. I saw her hips, so I was like, wow. She's a like. Now I understand why niggas, why, now I understand why niggas, or more so the girls, be like, damn, Cardi's, she's eating them up. I'm like, because yo, Cardi was busted in that dress. Woo, I ain't gonna hold it. I loved it. <laughs> I got one picture saved, and I might use it as cover art, so who knows? Depending on how I'm feeling. But, um, 
Yeah. Yeah, the Drake ordeal. But I'ma just try to get through this as as clear cut as possible. Um what's his name? Let me see. Chris Matthews, aka Lethal Shooter, posted some shit on 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 his IG. He posted some shit with T Morant. Like Slam Slam Studio says some shit about basically saying T Moran is approaching Laval Ball levels of annoyance. And then Matthew says some shit like this is crazy because he's literally done nothing but be a supporting father on the sidelines and giving props to his son and all his son's op- opponents. Um Drake was in the IG comments basically saying, imagine your son makes the league and he's Jai or Melo or Alonzo and all you can do is be elated and competitive and over supporting it is a rite of passage that the OGs talk shit. Laughing emojis. I know I'm going to be this way even if my son is in a Rubik's Cube um, competition. Drake didn't say anything disrespectful. He was just co-signing. He was agreeing with the post. Some... Troll nigga named Seti Bo. You know what? Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not saying his name. We're just gonna stick with Seti Bo. He took this time out to troll Drake. Your son probably played with Ghost Riders. Drake responded to him. Out of all the trolls that antagonized Drake for attention, that one troll got lucky. He caught Drake's attention that day. Like he got what he came for right then and there. Drake responded to him, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And niggas beeline straight to this girl's post because she definitely has an Instagram. And she looks good. She looks good. Her name Tony. Um, She's married to a troll nigga. So, I mean, you know. Sometimes people find love in hopeless places. I don't. I can't call it. It's not for me to judge. Um, let me see. And yeah, niggas be lined her. They went straight to the post. I'm like, damn, she looks good. And Drake went as far as to DM her. I forgot what the fuck he said. I'll take care of you. I'll bring excitement to your life. Shit like that. And... That's when this Seti Bo nigga just lost his fucking mind. Soon as he found out that Drake actually followed his girl and DM'd her, he literally lost his fucking mind. Like, and not in a good way. Meaning, I'm not talking about he went upside his girl's head and did some dumb shit. I'm talking about he basically reacted like a groupie nigga. Drake followed my girl. Drake follow my girl. Oh shit. Drake follow my girl. Oh shit. Drake follow my girl. Yo. Nigga, we ready. Nigga lost his shit. Lost his fucking mind. And that's when he just went over the top with it. He reposted the shit. He re- he reposted the shit. You know. Oh yeah, that's yeah. He reposted the shit. Nigga lost his fucking mind. He even made fucking club flyers out of the whole thing with Photoshop pictures of Drake and his girl together. Wife and I hosting whatever, whatever, whatever Thursdays, pull up, 
Oh yeah, that's what Drake said in his girl's DMs. I'm here for you, ma. I'm like, Drake ain't a stupid nigga. Drake ain't a stupid. Drake's not a stupid nigga, but I don't know. Maybe he didn't think that one through. Because, again, Drake is aware. Drake, like, I'm not going to say like most rappers. But Drake should, but I feel like Drake is aware to, like, you got to be stingy with your attention and what you give it to because that's all these niggas want. They're worse than the women out here. Niggas can never call women groupies for rappers anymore. Niggas is the worst. Oh, but let me get through this story real quick. Oh, this hit, that, that Seti Bo niggas girl, she created her Twitter today. And she was getting bombarded. She was like, yo, I hate it here. <laughs> so... I think allegedly she took her talent to Reddit and got her shit off. Back and to shorten this backstory, her and her husband been married for some years. They have two kids. They didn't have any real drama until yesterday. They didn't have any real drama until yesterday. Whatever the fuck. Um, she's a huge Drake fan. Her husband. Her husband isn't. She plays him in the car and. He allows it. Yeah, that's a red flag. He allows it. I allow you to play some Drake. Yo, can I play a moment? I'll allow it. Wow. Anywho, sometimes, but sometimes she catches him singing along and make and she makes fun of him for it. Alright, fast forward. Um Yo, why the fuck? Did she even really write this? My husband, because this is how the shit reads. My husband is a hip-hop head, knows all the classics. Old school, you name it, for some reason. he For that reason, he honors the craft of writing the rap song. Yeah. Okay. During, during Drake's numerous beefs over the ghostwriter thing, he often berate me for still listening to him. T, turn that copy pasta shit off was a common phrase she hear. Until recently, he's been all right with what I listened to until now. Her husband decided to troll Drake in the comments. You know, Drake then followed her and DM'd her to get back at him. First, they laughed about it. And that's when the situation comes in. And then, quote unquote, that's when the situation comes in. Her husband asked her. To delete the follow, it's not that big a deal. We had our laugh. Apparently, it's that big of a deal for you to ask her for you to ask her to fucking no. You the de, you demanded her that she deleted the follow and DMs. So apparently, it was a big deal to you. Apparently, it was a big deal to him and his ego more so his ego. But that was the. Oh, yeah, but let me finish reading this. That was the thing. She didn't want to delete the follow. She thought it was cool that Drake was following. Of course she think it was cool. Who wouldn't? We even had a little... She even had a little chat with him over the DM. Nothing major. But after she refused, nigga got weird and jealous. He started looking over her shoulder. 
basically thinking she's setting up a link with this nigga. And that's when the nigga just bombed on her. Why couldn't you do this one thing? Am I not good enough for you? Can you do this one thing? I'm not good enough for you. Is now their relationship is strained because she didn't delete the file and move on with her life. <laughs> Yo, niggas like uh, <laughs> I'm trying to gain my composure. And formulate the right words because the best way to sum summarize this is niggas being groupies for rappers in 2022 is that it's growing increasingly high. I bullshit you not. I don't hear about the women doing crazy shit for the rapper. If any, like. If anything, you'll hear hearing their stories about the women doing crazy shit for the athletes. For the athletes, not for the rap for not not so much for the rappers. You that niggas. I'm hearing about them in stories doing crazy shit to get the attention of their favorite rapper. It's to the point where niggas is literally moving worse than women. Like, and my thing with this is he's jealous that he's jealous that or more so he's afraid that he's more afraid that Drake is going to fuck his girl. That's not going to happen. I think it's not going to happen. Again, Drake is not a stupid nigga. He did that knowing that it's going to fuck with his mental and it worked. So ultimately... Who really won this? Who really won the petty war? Drake did. If anything, this if anything, this nigga's making fucking whack ass, garbage ass cover art for slushy Saturdays, whatever the fuck. Thirsty Thursday, Thirsty Thursdays, whatever the fuck they got going. He's trying to get off the ground. If anything, this is my thing. I feel like. He wanted that follow from Drake. <laughs> because thinking back, I'm still thinking back to when those kids trolled Joe Budden to get Drake's attention. And that worked. It could have been at the cost of their lives, but it worked. So he was hoping he'd get the same, but just on a lesser scale. But it backfired and it, and that Went to his girl, and of course his girl's not going to delete the follow from no Drake. You wildin'. So now he just feels feels away. I don't think he feels away because of the possibility that Drake fucked his girl. I think he feels away because again, she got the follow and he didn't. Niggas is weird, bro. Niggas is growing increasingly weird, and like I like I, like I keep saying, it's May. Niggas is already getting weird for rappers. We're about to get into consistent, warm, hot weather. 70, 80, 90 degree weather. Niggas is about to get more and more weird for attention. And just because it's 90 degrees out. 
Yo, man. We're losing recipes for real. We used to work 10-hour shifts. and We used to work 10-hour shifts. 10-hour graveyard shifts. And go straight to sleep. Okay? We used to grill barbecues. And talk about sports. Okay? Motherfucking... We used to pay bills and mind our business. What the fuck is happening? Now we chasing down a follow from Drake? Y'all saying weird shit on Twitter to get acknowledged by J. Cole? Your highest accomplishment in life is Kendrick Lamar using you as a retweet? And I'm not knocking it, but like, that's that was your angle on life? Okay. <sighs> Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. She's, she's getting more and she's been getting more and more spooky since the pandemic happened. Ah, we're losing recipes. And I've been getting I've been getting increasingly irritated about this. And one of the, one of my followers said like they thought I was being homophobic by pointing out niggas dick riding their favorite rappers. No. No. Y'all misunderstanding. Niggas is not being a groupie for their rappers because of some homoerotic fantasy that they may have. That's some of them. That's some of them. They be on that stand shit, for real. Like, sincerely, you're a stand P.S. We should be together, too. Some of them be on that type of time, but... I don't think that's the case for all. It's not the case for all. Niggas want the the the, the status that's attached to the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Again, this goes far back to like the 70s and 80s when you when niggas was growing up wearing hand-me-downs and shit, and you look outside and you saw that fucking cool ass drug dealer nigga. He had the cars, he had the clothes, he had the kicks. He had the women. He had the entourage. He had the groupie niggas. He had the rope chains, the dookie ring. All that shit. He had all that shit. He had the clout. He had street clout. So it's not that you wanted to be him or wanted to be around him because you wanted to fuck him. You wanted to be him or be around him just for the status. You want his status. You want his clout. You want his influence. You want groupy niggas around you. You want the groupy bitches around you. You want that. That's what it's more so is. And instead of niggas getting it in their own right, in their own merit, niggas is going about it like the blick, the blonde, the big blind titty girls that snuck up to the room to fuck these niggas. They moving like that. They're moving like that, and it's nasty, and it's weird, and it's like, and worst of all, niggas don't see nothing wrong with it. You approach them, you approach them like, yo, you moving like a hoe, nigga. Calm the fuck down. They'll look at you like, so? Ain't nothing like. And another thing, I don't want people to think dick like, a simple praise is not dick riding. Giving somebody their props is not dick riding. Like, yo, I think that song you dropped was cool. It was dope. That's not dick riding. 
You're giving a person props. You know, dick riding is when you're over the top with your praise and the hopes of you get that person's attention and they could lead it to something beneficial for you. That's dick riding. You're being over the top, nigga. Cut it out. And again, it's, it's fucking gross. It's gross. It's gross. But, um, uh, yeah, like I said, I already discussed Jack Harlow before. And, um, I don't know if I still care next week. I'll talk about it. But if I don't, which I probably won't because by long, then it'll pass. But I'll book Mark. I'll book Marcus name for next time. But, uh, yeah, again, shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the new ones. Um, Thank y'all for taking your time out of your day to listen to my ass rant and rave and stutter and stop and have long, uncomfortable pauses. I appreciate that. Um, visit my website, RileyWrittens.com. R-I-L-E-Y-W-R-I-T-T-E-N-S.com. Subscribe to my newsletter where I do giveaways, discounts. Um, exclusive listens, exclusive watch of content or whatever the fuck. And, um, follow my, follow my podcast pages on Instagram and Twitter, Riley Randoms Pod, R-I-L-E-Y-R-A-N-D-O-M-S-P-O-D. And you can follow my main page, Riley Ritz, R-I-L-E-Y-W-R-I-T-T-S, both Twitter and Instagram. And um, if you want to donate something to the cause, you want to tip in, you want to tip something in the donation plate, both my Cash App and PayPal is Riley Ritz. Cash App, dollar sign, Riley Ritz, R-I-L-E-Y-W-R-I-T-T-S, same thing with PayPal, R-I-L-E-Y-W-R-I-T-T-S, no dollar sign. And um, just to let y'all know, first off, um, I'm coming out with a second single on May 23rd. Yeah, it's like, not even like, it is like, uh, there I go with that placeholder word again. But it's three, four months late after my first single. That's on me. Like, that was way too long. But yeah, my second single is coming out. It's called Rat Race. It's featuring a fellow artist, Joey Golden. Shout out to him. He's been on the podcast plenty of times. Uh, and this 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 joint is produced by Offbeat Ninja. It's coming out May 23rd. You can pre-save that so you can be the first to grab it when it drops. And you can go to my website and sign up for my email list so you can hear it earlier than everyone else. I'm going to put the pre-save link in my um, link tree thingy, link tree link, and again, pre-save that. And if you want to hear it early, it's RileyWrittens.com. Sign your sign up for the email joint. Make sure you confirm, and I will definitely send that to you. And this time, it will not be lazy. <laughs> but... Let me not forget to end off with this phrase. I don't know shit, neither do you. Humble yourself, learn something new. There's nothing wrong with not knowing. You're a human being. You're not supposed to know everything. Learning doesn't stop. 
after your school years. It's when you're content with not knowing and being stubborn and not knowing that that's the wrong part. And that's what's going to make you stagnant in life and hold you back. By giving your... And we out. One.